Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Czar and it's time for the Chris Czar podcast on Monday, January 10th, 2021. And I'm just checking in on you, especially you Charger fans out there, you unlucky son of a bitch. (laughs) Okay, look, I know that I have a little bit of a bro element to my personality and for that, I'm not going to (laughs) apologize. It's in my nature. There's nothing wrong with being a dude. Nothing wrong with being a man. Nothing wrong with being a bro. And this podcast is probably going to get a little bit bro. So, you know, what bros do you know here? (laughs) Um, For a person who hasn't watched very much NFL football this year, It was a lot of fun to still not watch, (laughs) but keep up with the updates that was going on in the Chargers Raiders game last night. You know, sports sometimes feels like reality TV. It seems like the producers get what they want. It seems like the refs get what they want. And if you had to do it, If you had to have a regular season finale, the one that the Chargers and the Raiders put on last night was a four-hour slugfest phenomenon. And apparently, Twitter was up in arms saying, hey, just kneel the ball. Kneel the ball. Let's get this thing over with. Let's all go home. I want to go to bed. And I'm like, fuck you. Where's your competitive spirit? (laughs) You pansies. Get out of here with that nonsense. But here's the story, for those of you that didn't know. The last available spots available for the NFL playoffs were on the line in this game. And the lead up to it was the person with the best position was the formerly San Diego, the now Los Angeles Chargers. They were uh, had a record of nine and seven and if they win they're in they're going to the playoffs baby if they tie they're in they're going to the playoffs baby and who are they playing against another team (laughs) the oakland raiders (laughs) the oakland raiders i can't help but say it like that (laughs) uh we're also uh, on their way to the playoffs also had a record of nine and seven. If they win, they're in. If they tie the Chargers, they're also in. The team on the outside looking in is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They won their game earlier that day. They have a record of nine, seven, and one. If the Chargers win, they go into the playoffs because the Raiders get bounced out. If the Raiders win, the Steelers are in because the Chargers get bounced out. And if the Raiders and the Chargers tie, (laughs) then the Steelers get bounced out and the Chargers and the Raiders go to the playoffs. Can you believe the drama? It's insane. So, do I think to watch the game? Yeah, of course I think to watch it. But you know what I do instead? Hang out with my brothers, shoot the shit, you know, have have a J, talk about yoga and retreats and improving the life well you know the usual bullshit that you talk about over a j and after said j we came inside 
one brother and I are hanging out with our youngest brother who's playing this video game, which is pretty fucking cool. Don't even get the name of it. I'm just watching him play it. And as that is happening, I am looking, you know, on my phone and keeping up with what's going on in the Chargers game. And I see, whoa, holy smokes. This game is close. And the game just got close because the Chargers converted on a fourth and 21. Not a football fans out there don't care. In fact, you're probably not listening to this right now. But fourth and 21 is next to near impossible. But they did it. They converted and they scored a touchdown and they scored a two point conversion. Can you believe it? And brought the game within seven. Defense got a stop. They got the ball back and they marched down that field. Marched down that field. And you know what they do in closing time? I mean, literally, if it was the NBA at the fucking buzzer, Chargers. Score a touchdown, and when that happens, I'm reporting it like a 1920s ticker tape reader to my brothers. <laughs> the San Diego Chargers are on the Raiders' 23-yard line. <laughs> Reports coming in. Herbert's taking the snap. He's throwing the ball downfield. Oh, they score! No, not, not exactly like that, but something like that. <laughs> yeah, and when that happened, I told my brothers, I was like, you know what I hope for? I hope the Chargers get this touchdown, and I hope the Chargers go for two, and I hope the Chargers literally drop the ball, <laughs> and I hope they go home crying, but you know what the Chargers did? They didn't take that chance because they probably felt the same thing I did. <laughs> they can feel the juju, the cloud looming over them <laughs> of all the bad luck of this franchise past, and they kicked the fucking point after and send this game into overtime. And so I think to myself, is there going to be a, a gentleman's agreement? Hey, Raiders. Hey, Chargers. You're tired. I'm tired. Let's just, you know, call this thing a tie and meet each other in the playoffs. How does that sound? Does that sound good to you? <laughs> now, really, the answer is no. That's not a good deal for the Raiders because the Raiders got to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs, and they've been smoked by them Kansas City Chiefs all season. They don't want to do that. But, hey, maybe, 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 you know, we made it to the postseason. It's not even a season that the Raiders are supposed to make it to the postseason. They lost their head coach, John Gruden, earlier in the year. What is this madness? <laughs> and then those charges. Those Chargers lost the coin toss. Raiders get the ball first. They march right down the field, but fail to get a touchdown to seal the game. They kick a field goal, and so the Chargers get the ball back. The Chargers get the ball back, and they march down the field. However, they also can't quite convert into a touchdown, and so they got to kick a field goal, and that ties the game. Now we're in a dun-dun-dun sudden-death scenario. Less than five minutes to go in the game. It's very possible that this game's going to end up in a tie, not because of a gentleman's agreement, but because that's the nature of this game. That was until the Chargers did something that the Chargers always do, and that's fucking blow it. <laughs> Look, as a football fan, I know when we are looking at a run situation, 
no chance that this team's going to be passing the ball. This was clearly a run situation, an inside run at that. And the Raiders tear a hole in the Chargers front line in that front seven. And they not just get the first down, but pick up another 10 yards, which puts them in the field goal range. Raiders milk the clock. They wind it all the way down. And the Raiders kick a game-winning field goal at home in Las Vegas to send the Chargers packing. This is a tale as old as time. (laughs) The Chargers, for some reason, just unable to get the clutch moment that they need for greatness. Now, should Charger fans be upset? I feel like Charger fans should have a little glimmer of hope. (laughs) In part because the Chargers are now in LA, so fuck them. I hope you raise their hopes, and I hope you break their hearts year in and year out. (laughs) Two, Justin Herbert. Real fucking deal, man. The real fucking deal. It seems That kid was clutch. That kid was poised. That kid was making great throws. And so if you are a Chargers fan, uh, yeah, have a little hope. And it's hard not to root for the kid, the old Oregon boy. That kid is just one of those sweet-faced, talented, um, not a pretty boy Tom Brady, fuck you type character. That's a person you hope that's going to find a championship one day. So you know what that means. That motherfucker is going to need to be traded. Because <laughs> how the fuck, how the fuck do you, the Chargers, lose to a team with an interim head coach, with a quarterback like Derek Carr, with nobody else on that team that's worth knowing their name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But the Chargers, the Chargers found a way. So good job, Chargers. Way to keep, you know, doing what the Chargers do even after you left San Diego. Good riddance. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and have a blast. Now, coming up later today. <laughs> coming up later today in like less than an hour is the college football national championship game. Lo and behold, anybody could have guessed that at the start of the season. The Alabama Crimson Tide have made their way back into the final again. They're looking really strong, especially after they put a thumping (laughs) on the team that they're playing today, and that's the University of Georgia Bulldogs. Now, Georgia took a thumping on the last round in the SEC championship. It wasn't that long ago, and that memory probably stings a little bit. If the Georgia Bulldogs felt like they had a bad game, then maybe this is a game for redemption. If the Bulldogs felt like they did their best and still came up short, well, I mean, at least it's a you know an opportunity for some TV time, <laughs> you know, for these names, likeness, characters to have a moment on the big stage, and you know maybe have the game get close. But are, is anybody surprised? That two SEC teams are in the national championship? Probably not. There's something about that conference that is just head and shoulders above everybody else. Now, though I feel like that perhaps if things were a little bit different, if Cincinnati had played 
the University of Georgia Bulldogs in the previous round of the playoffs. I think Cincinnati would be in this championship game, and I think the playoffs are fucking rigged for the SEC. I'm just fucking around. What the fuck do I know? I don't watch very much TV, let alone sports, but I know. I know a conspiracy when I see one, and this is a motherfucking conspiracy. So if you're asking me, hey, Chris, what are you betting tonight? I'm betting that the Alabama Crimson Tide come out with the national championship yet again. I feel like the game's going to feel a little bit close until Alabama blows it open. And when that happens, people are going to be singing closing time um, in a fashion that's different than what happened in the Chargers game last night. (laughs) I think this one's going to be over early, folks. But hey, what the fuck do I know? The answer is nothing. (laughs) But I'm excited to watch it. And I'm excited to watch it with my biological father. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a a comic out there um, who he uses the term biological dad. And he said in a bit one time, people ask him if, uh, if his biological father is like a good person. And he's like, um, if he was, I don't think I'd be calling him my biological father. <laughs> and that's fair, man. That's fair. We can't pick who we come from, but we can pick how we call them. <laughs> and look, my pops, not that bad of a dude. You've heard me talk about him a little bit before, right? He's a, maybe has some misplaced passions. Maybe stands up for some good causes, but just in like the strangest way. <laughs> and I got to look for opportunities to have some quality bonding time with the man. And I'm taking advantage of that uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I'm going to take a, a little gift card I got here to Buffalo Wild Wings and treat the man to a, to a beer and some wings. Catch up, shoot the shit. And by shoot the shit, I mean, you know, just offer some vague commentary on the game as it progresses and talk some shit on the players and the schemes and, you know, really get into nothing too personal. Because <laughs> that is what a boy does with his biological father. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's the truth. But hey, we all got weird things about us, right? Like today. My mom, bless her heart. I love my mom. My mom was talking about how uh, things have been off a little bit lately. A lot of drama going on. A lot of crisis going on in the lives around her. And she's like, yeah, you know, the the Mars-Jupiter alignment is uh, a little off right now. And I said, mother, mother, no, don't be like that. <laughs> You're blaming this shit on the planets? (laughs) What the fuck do the planets have to do with our vibe? I did concede that human beings are made up of mostly water. And if the moon controls the ocean tides, then maybe, perhaps, the moon could affect our inner feeling in some capacity, which... Seems like a lot of nonsense, but at least there's some like logical blip in there. Even if it's like the, the a fraction of an amount, 
I don't believe that the planet's gravity and their alignments in the sky is dictating what the fuck is going on in my life. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. But perhaps the moon, perhaps the water, perhaps us. Maybe that was the one concession that I gave to her. It's the only concession that I'm allowed to make. And um, I'm just, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> That my mom is falling for this witchery. You know, for a woman that didn't let me read Harry Potter when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. That's all I have to say about that. Now, why was I talking to my mom this morning? It's because I took a little visit up to my family this weekend. Um, had some turbulence happen in my life, which apparently is due to the planets. <laughs> and... Um, and I called my mom and she had this favor that she'd been wanting to call in since like last September or October. And that was to get the fucking garage cleaned out. And I called her up on Saturday. I said, hey, ma, I'd love to come up tomorrow. Do you need help with the garage? And she said, oh, yes, yes, I do. And if, uh, if you are a brother of mine who's listening to this podcast, sorry I did that to you. <laughs> very sorry i did that to you indeed because <laughs> that was a fucking project holy smokes yeah i mean you live with uh five boys five brothers you're bound to collect some shit i can't believe how many sets of golf clubs they had that's <laughs> like i've never had a golf club set in my life and here you are <laughs> y'all have like six of them here <laughs> and they're all like mismatched and mixed up a lot of the clubs out of a bag because one of the brothers probably just want to go to the driving range <laughs> he's like i'm just going to take the rest of these out <laughs> yeah uh but yeah we, we went in that studio and we fucking did it now we got enough room in the garage to park two cars holy shit Stuff is somewhat organized, so if you're like looking for camping stuff, you don't have to look all over the garage. You just got to look in the area where the camping shit is. <laughs> yeah, you're looking for like car cleaning stuff. That's all in this area. You're looking for sports stuff. That's all in this area. You're looking for memorabilia. That's in this area. Speaking of which, dude, we had like vintage Babe Ruth and Nolan Ryan baseball cards. I was like, holy shit. Can we post these for sale? Can we get these graded? And my youngest brother was actually all about that. He did. I mean, granted, that gave him an opportunity to get out of the garage. When I went inside, he had like a mask and gloves on. and was like sorting these cards out and putting them in little <laughs> case protectors. I'm like, you go, you little Gary Vaynerchuk, you. <laughs> you flip those baseball cards. And uh, yeah, like we, like we had that, had some old yearbooks. Got to see some of, um, you know, my my dad or stepdad, but my dad, some of his memorabilia. That dude won a fucking dart championship in 1989. <laughs> Eastern Division, San Diego, California. <laughs> That's worth holding on to. He was also the uh, Subaru Salesman of the Month in 87. <laughs> Saw a trophy with that on there. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it's just funny, like, uh, seeing what your dad was like 
when he was your age. And, I, and I'm not looking at that as like a teenager, even though I saw a picture of dad when he was a, a boy and looked at my youngest brother and I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> you guys look so much alike. It's not even funny. <laughs> Grow a mullet, bro. <laughs> it looks like it'd be a good look on you. <laughs> Um, but to see him in his like late twenties and what he did when, uh, when he went to Guadalajara and like some of the pictures he took and, you know, he had some tacky pictures in there. Somebody took a picture of him when he was on the can. I affectionately labeled that one Montezuma's revenge. (laughs) Yeah. And just like, he's so fucking successful now. Like he's a, he's an enterprise architect for a home lending company and he knows how to talk to computers to get them to do your bidding. And so people will submit online forms. And when they do that, like he's created the full stack process for the form that people fill out to the portals that those forms get sent through. Um, and the pace at which those forms can get a response. So the people can know if they're qualified to have this loan and a sign off and process that loan and he has robots doing his bidding for him and it's like how do you do that man i don't (laughs) i have no idea how the fuck you do that but he does and when he was my age he was at subaru selling cars so um props to that man uh a lot of love a lot of respect and also, Dad, if you're listening to this, um, thanks for the Dairy Queen. <laughs> it's been years since your boys had some Dairy Queen. And it was gas. It was so good. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back a lot sooner this time. It was that good. Now, this podcast is going to run a little short today because your boys got to get ready to watch this college football national championship game with his biological father. So I assume that you'll forgive me. but thanks for stopping in being a bro with me (laughs) letting me drag the charges for a little while and um looking forward to seeing you back here again on thursday for the next edition of the chris czar podcast um catch me this week at the uh, american comedy co tomorrow night and at the madhouse comedy club on wednesday night Peace, love, and enjoy the week, motherfuckers. I'll see you soon.